You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball as the Raiders will take on the Lipscomb Bisons today at Ken Dugan Field in Nashville. Dick Palmer along with John Callow with you. And the uh, sun is shining. The sun did uh, come up this morning, actually, and it's shining right now. And, John, today is a new day. Well, it better be a new day because uh, that's one of the great things about baseball. You always get to turn that clock, and what happened yesterday happened yesterday, and we need to just put it past us. Don't even put it in the rearview mirror. And it's a new day, and we just got it. It's time to get things rolling again. For those who may not have been with us last night, John, just recap <laughs> what exactly did happen yesterday. Well, uh, we played as we thought we were in high school by the time we were through because we only played seven innings. It turned into a 10-run rule game, and the Bisons uh, came to Murfreesboro and uh, came back to Nashville with an 11-1 win. Uh, they uh, had a, a young man, Alex Brewer, who had... Uh, the longest outing of the season had been three innings. He goes six. Uh, ended up giving a, a kind of a, uh, well, it, it, he gave up a leadoff double in the uh, seventh inning, which was only, what, the third hit he'd given up all day. And uh, uh, between a wild pitch and a ground ball, we managed one run. It, uh, he was pretty, uh, pretty dominating. So that's... Uh, what we saw, we saw a guy who uh, threw strikes, didn't walk anybody, kept the ball down in the zone, and uh, we hit a lot of ground balls. Well, it's another beautiful afternoon in Nashville as these two teams will play under uh, sunny conditions for a little while until the sun sets. 82 degrees will be our game time temperature, and it uh, it should actually uh, get down into the uh, mid-70s by the end of the game. Uh, the winds have been kind of cutting up a little bit uh, at home. Try to get a, a gauge on that for you here in a minute and uh, tell you about the uh, starting pitchers and the lineups. All that's going to be coming up next. Going to take our first break and we'll be back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290.
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back into our countdown to first pitch as the Raiders and the Lipscomb Bisons are a few minutes away from getting this ball game started. The second game in a two game series last night at Murfreesboro, 11 to 1 Lipscomb win. Tonight, Ken Dugan Field in Nashville. Elsewhere around the league yesterday, number 18, North Carolina, defeated Charlotte 5-3. Texas State put it on uh, UTSA 5-3, and UTSA is uh, ranked number 25 this week in uh, one of those ranking systems. UAB defeated Alabama 4-3. That was an 11-inning game. Louisiana Tech uh, beat another ranked team. 24th ranked Southern Miss. La Tech won that game by a score of 3 to 1. Western Kentucky fell to Evansville 10 to 8. And Dallas Baptist continued to win. They beat UT Arlington by a score of 13 to 10. Tonight, Florida International is at Florida Gulf Coast. Charlotte is playing East Carolina, and they're ranked number seven in the country. Florida Atlantic is uh, playing a ranked Miami team, and that is a, uh, that's a local dogfight there. Uh, Florida Atlantic beat Miami earlier in the season. They'll be uh, playing Miami again tonight, and, of course, Middle Tennessee at Lipscomb. Going into play this weekend, UTSA leads Conference USA with a record of 12-2. Dallas Baptist is 12-3. Charlotte is nine and five. Louisiana Tech is nine and six. 
Middle Tennessee is fifth now at eight and seven, followed by Florida Atlantic, seven and eight, Rice, six and nine, Western Kentucky and UAB are both four and 11. Florida International is three and 12. And this weekend series will have uh, UAB at uh, Charlotte, UTSA at FIU, Florida Atlantic at Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech at Dallas Baptist. And of course, the Blue Raiders will be at home this weekend playing the Rice Owls. That'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend series. First uh, pitch scheduled for 6 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Uh, Saturday afternoon, or yeah, Friday afternoon at 6, Saturday afternoon at 3, Sunday afternoon at 1 are the scheduled game times. So that's the way it uh, stacks up as far as Middle Tennessee and Lipscomb. That's going to be a very important series for the Raiders uh, as we try to make sure we get into that post-game tournament. I'd say a couple of wins would be really helpful for our cause. No doubt about that, John, as uh, the Raiders have a uh, have a kind of middle-of-the-road standing right now, but you can't afford to take your foot off the gas at this point in the season because we're just halfway through That's right. the, the conference season, which consists of 30 games. Raiders are 8-7 and seven in their first 15. Lipscomb coming into this game, 19-17. and 17. They are 11-4 in uh, conference play as uh, they picked up uh, a win last night over Middle Tennessee. Tonight's game will be the 44th meeting between these two. Middle Tennessee's won 23, and Lipscomb has won 20. Two teams played here last year on April the 12th, and the Raiders won that game by a score of 7 to nothing. So the teams actually swapped shutouts last year. Lipscomb won at Middle Tennessee, three to nothing. The Raiders won here at Lipscomb by a score of seven to nothing. That sounds like a pattern to me, <laughs> a pattern worth repeating. The two head coaches meeting at home plate, exchanging their lineups, uh, meeting with the umpires, and the umpires tonight are going to be. Same guys we had last night? Nope. Alfredo Burkeen ah, will be right. behind the plate. Scott Klein will be at first. David Ewell at third. Now, those uh, latter two we did have. That's we right. We did not have Alfredo Burkeen, and he will be the plate umpire tonight. We've seen uh, these umpires quite often over the years in these non-conference games. Lipsum comes in. They have uh, hit 63 home runs this season, and they, they added to their total last night with four uh, hit out at uh, Reese Smith Field. Uh, the Raiders come in with a total of 28 home runs in their 35 games to date. Middle Tennessee head coach Jerry Myers in his first year, of course, as head coach here, he also has assumed the duties of pitching coach, and uh, Jeff Forehand in his 17th year at Lipscomb and he's approaching 500 uh, wins at Lipscomb. He's already picked up his 500th career win. He's won actually 670 in his head coaching career. He was at Trevecca before coming over here and had great teams over there, as you might remember. So uh, Jeff Forehand has been a, a permanent fixture here 
at Lipscomb, uh, John, for many years. Well, between uh, Forehand and uh, the late Ken Dugan, a lot of good baseball played at this park. So the Raiders and the Bison will con conclude their uh, season play with this single game tonight. Got a nice crowd on hand, uh, especially fans uh, of the Blue Raiders. Got their blue on tonight, sitting over there uh, adjacent to or behind the Blue Raider dugout, which will be down the first base side. Lipscomb, the home dugout, down uh, third base way. The Raiders in their solid grays, royal blue script and royal blue numbers and the blue caps and yeah, that's kind of a traditional uh, road uniform I like and the look Lipscomb on the other hand in their home whites uh, trimmed in uh, gold with black numerals and uh, the black caps with the gold L and those are actually purple well that's right purple when, when you put the when uh, the, when you put the the glass on the hats they are purple with a gold L on the front. That makes sense because their colors are purple and gold. 330 feet down the left field line here. 375 to left center. 400 feet to dead center. 375 to right center. And 330 down the right field line. And the uh, meeting at home plate has broken up. Should have the national anthem coming up, I think. And we're going to have... Uh, They're going to have a first pitch? Young lady going to throw out the first pitch. John, all of the trees behind the... From the left field foul line all the way around to the scoreboard in right center field are usually a brilliant green at they this are, time of the year. Because they're evergreens, but they're not green anymore. That was so, one of the first things I noticed walking in. So it appears that the uh, those below zero temperatures we had in December have really affected uh, plant growth in Middle Tennessee, and it's it's affected those beautiful trees out in uh, behind the outfield fence here at Ken Dugan Field. Uh, in fact, we're kind of blocked off from seeing the uh, the duck pond behind the right field fence, but uh, we're going to assume that it's still over there. I can see the the uh the water fountain out in the middle, but not the ducks. All right, so we're just about set. Uh, Lipscomb's going to take the field. As soon as they get out there, we'll have the national anthem. We're going to head and uh, take our final break, and we'll be back. First pitch coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Just had the playing of the national anthem and the uh, license have taken the field. I guess that's time for the Ascent Federal Credit Union starting lineups. Go ahead. Leading off for the visiting Blue Raiders will be Eston Snyder, the right fielder. Again, Batting second will be Brett Coker, the shortstop. Briggs Rudder, the catcher tonight. He'll be batting third. JT Mabry, uh, the second baseman, moves into the cleanup spot. Jackson Galloway bats fifth. He'll be in left field. Jeremiah Boyd will be back in the lineup as the DH batting sixth. DJ Wright at first base bats seventh. Gabe Jennings bats eighth. He'll be in at third base. And Luke Benson, the center fielder, will bat ninth. On the mound for the Raiders will be Caleb Peterson. Four. That's we ready to give the uh, Lipscomb batting order when they come up. All right. We'll set them for you defensively as they will have Will Hoyt at third, Ketchup at shortstop, Oak at second base, Lundgren at first, in left field, Bird, in right field, Coppage, and in center field, Pagara. Behind the plate will be Bertolani, and on the mound will be Micah Duckelberger. He's a senior left-hander. And he'll be making his ninth appearance, seventh start. He's thrown 26 innings. Giving up 24 runs, all but one of them earned. 31 hits, 13 walks, 30 strikeouts, 7.96 ERA, a 2 and 4 record. So Dunkelberger taking his warm up tosses with his catcher Bertolani. Came in late in the game last night to catch for Lipscomb, but did not have a uh, time at bat. As the Raiders' Eston Snyder will lead it off here in the top of the first inning. Ken Dugan Field in Nashville. The lights are on here, although we don't need them exactly right now. But the left-hander is ready to go, and the first pitch of the game is on the way, and it's taken low for ball one. It's 6.05, and that is our starting time here in Nashville. Justin Snyder, the Raiders' right fielder. Looks at a letter-high strike, and the count will go to one ball and one strike. Uh, left field is a sun field at, uh, here at Ken Dugan Park, uh, and so the, the shadows work kind of the opposite way than they do at home in Reese Smith Field in Murfreesboro. There's a foul off to the left. The count will go to one ball and two strikes. Snyder, Coker, 
and Briggs Rudder here in the first inning. The left-hander delivers, then a swing and a miss, strike three. Snyder down on strikes, and that is out number one. Got him swinging and a fastball in on his hands. Uncle Berger has 30 strikeouts in 26 innings. And as John said, earned run average just under eight. Here's Coker, takes it low and outside, ball one. Well, the Raiders were uh, stymied by a right-handed pitcher last night with an earned run average of over 10. Coker swings and misses. One ball and one strike to count. Well, one thing about this Raider lineup, we don't have to worry too much about that lefty-righty matchup. We only have one lefty uh, in our lineup, and that's Luke Vinson. Brett Coker takes the pitch low for a ball. Two balls and a strike. And the left-hander Dunkelberger with the pitch, swung on, hit on one hop to the first baseman. Lindgren has it, he'll make the play unassisted, and that is out number two here in the first inning. Now batting the catcher, number 38, Briggs, runner. So I don't think I need to repeat that. (laughs) I I think the uh, crowd mic is right next to the The, PA system. (laughs) The loudspeaker out there. Briggs, runner, the catcher. Stands in from the right side, and the pitch to him is swung on and grounded to third. Willard up with it, over to first in time, and that is a quick one, two, three inning for Dunkelberger and the Lipscomb team. Three up, three down, nothing across from the Raiders. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, and Lipscomb coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the bottom of the first inning, and how about that batting order for Lipscomb, John? Well, it's going to look a lot like what we saw in Murfreesboro last night. Leading off uh, will be the shortstop, Caleb Ketchup. Batting second, the center fielder, Alex Bergera. Batting third, first baseman, Mason Lundgren. Third baseman, Trace Wilhoyt, is in the cleanup spot. Austin Kelly, the DH, bats fifth. Batting sixth, the left fielder, Jake Berg. Uh, Batting uh, seventh will be Parks Boak. The second baseman, batting eighth, right fielder, David Coppage. And uh, Chaz Bertolani will be in the nine-hole catching. For the Raiders defensively, Jennings at third, Coker short, Mabry second, 
And DJ right at first base. Galloway left, Benson center, Snyder right. Briggs runner behind the plate. On the mound is the young right-hander, Caleb Peterson. Caleb Peterson making his fifth appearance. He's thrown three and two-thirds innings, giving up uh, three runs, both earned on six hits, three walks, six strikeouts, 7.36 ERA with no record. Lance pitched uh, down in Texas, did he not? Yes, he did. Pitched an inning. And the first pitch is a little bit high to Caleb Ketchup, the shortstop, ball one. Caleb is uh, 6'4", 185. He's a freshman, pitched at Stewart's Creek High School. Rutherford County. Pitch goes outside for ball two, and it's 2-0. and And needless to say, this is his first start of his career as a college pitcher. Benson playing a few steps over into right center for this uh, hitter, and a strike is called. It's two and one. Ketchup last night had uh, two for four, had a good night. Home run. The solo shot. And the pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air. Foul ground, left side. Jennings over and watches that one go a few feet over that retaining fence uh, up to the the base of the berm. There's a hill uh, behind the uh, behind the dugout and a little extends a little way down the left field line. Pretty uh, pretty fair amount of foul territory. Hill over here to our right also. Here's a pitch. Swung on and a shot off Coker's glove into left field. Coker slowed it down a little bit. Ketchup made a wide turnaround first and will return to the bag as the throw comes in. And it's a leadoff single for Caleb Ketchup. Number 21, Alex Gergara. Now that we're gonna we're gonna see if they want to run on Briggs Rudder. Here's Vergara. One for three last night, and uh, that hit was a home run. Lipscomb hit four out of the park at Reese Smith Field. Now they're putting an infield shift on JT Mabry over on the third base side of second base. Throw goes to first instead and the runner back. So the Raiders with three defenders on the left side of the infield and the right side completely open because Wright is holding the runner at first. Runner goes, pitch is high and Rudder's throw is late. That'll be a stolen base for Ketchup. He didn't wait very long. All three, three balls and one strike. And for Ketchup, that's stolen base number 19 on the season. So that was a two and one count, right? It's three and one now. That's what the book says, right? Run on two and one. He's running again. High, the throw is to third, and that is late. So back-to-back stolen bases. Throw was not that bad, but uh, Ketchup did a nice job of sliding to the backside. Sorry, John, the, the count was 1-0 and oh when he oh, stole, okay. so it's now 2-0. and oh. I, was, I was wrong. No, I was the one that was wrong. Well, I was wrong. Uh, uh, we, we Peterson both got comes that set wrong. And the pitch. Swing and a foul behind the plate, 2-1. and one. Pagara got the uh, pants bloused up just below the knee with the purple socks. 
Two balls and a strike. Off-speed pitch in for a strike, and it's two and two. Mason Lundgren will be the next hitter. He's the first baseman. Infield is playing back with the runner at third. They would concede a run this early, and that ball grazed the top of his batting helmet. So he will take uh, first base, hit by a pitch. So a single, two stolen bases, a hit batsman, and the batter is Mason Lundgren. Raider infield is going to play double play depth. With the shortstop, Coker edged over towards second base, leaving a hole on the left side between third baseman Jennings and Coker. Mabry's back playing a normal second base now with his left-handed hitter up. The runner goes, the pitch is outside, the throw is to second, and it is too late. And that is a steal by Vergara. So already three stolen bases here in the first inning. And for Vergara, his 14th of the season. Second and third, no outs. Infield stays back and a pop fly down the left field line. Galloway chases it near their bullpen and that will hit on the top of the uh, shed down the right field line, which I assume is an equipment shed. One ball and one strike. Well, Lundgren was the first out in the first inning last night. Well, maybe he will accommodate us again. Pitches outside, two and one. That was on a fly ball to left, as I recall. Yeah, these uh, Ketchup and Bergera were both on base, reached on walks. They weren't at second and third, though. But first and second, weren't they? The pitch. Missed outside, ball three. Three balls on a strike to Lundgren. Lipscomb threatening to pick up right where they left off last night. And Peterson's pitch swung on, hit fair or foul. Foul ball outside the bag at first. That'll fill the count up. Three and two. Mason Lundgren, a sophomore out of Salina, Kansas. Came out of uh, junior college over there. It's close to where Galloway, I think, went to junior college. Full count, three and two. Pitch is low and the bases are loaded. So a single hit batsman and a walk have loaded him up. And that gets uh, Coach Myers off to the mound. And it also got a quick glance down toward the bullpen, and that will get something going down there, I think, because there's some movement in the Blue Raider dugout. There is. Looks like Sato is going to go down and start loosening up. 
Well, we had to make a pitching change in the first inning last night, and uh, this thing is starting just like last night's game did. Not too well. <laughs> Trace Wilhite will be the, now batting the third baseman, scheduled hitter. He's a right-handed batter. Third baseman. Comes in hitting 276. Had one for three last night. Drove in a couple of runs. So the young right-hander in a bit of a pickle here in the first inning delivers a ball outside. Well, ball, no strikes. Having trouble uh, throwing strikes. He's right around the plate, just just missing. And you're not going to pick up those calls unless you can throw the show the umpire that you can throw strikes. There's a swing and a miss. There's Went a strike. After a high fastball, one and one. John, that pitcher's mound is the lonesomest place on a baseball field <laughs> when things aren't going right. Boy, isn't that the truth? Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. Swung on and fouled. Ooh, oh, that scattered him over in the uh, yeah. Lipscomb dugout down the third base side. That, Got a screen in front of uh, that dugout. And yeah, it, but uh, it's only chest high, yeah. and uh, everybody's leaning on it. Somebody had to duck out of the way quickly. One and two the count. And the pitch to the plate outside for ball two and two. And that dugout uh, is at ground level, isn't it? At least that front part of the dugout. Seems to be, yes. Two balls, two strikes. Peterson set to work. With the bases loaded and no outs, the pitch is a Got it. call. And Wilhite called out now on stride. I, uh, that was a delayed call, and I thought Austin that pitch looked Kelly. very good, but I was hesitant to say strike three, and the umpire has a very delayed strike call. He does. So we've got a chance to get out of this now. So one out, bases loaded, Austin Kelly. The DH is the batter. He's a left-hand hitter. Infield double play depth, and the pitch is outside. Ball one. They shift about as much as they can on him and still be in position to turn a double play. The Coker's not quite directly behind the bag at second. He's shaded that way. Still a big hole on the left side. And the pitch is high. Ball two. Two Three. balls, no strikes. Look like uh, something off speed. Sato is throwing in the bullpen. Two and zero, oh, and the pitch is swung on, hit in the air, playable for Galloway. Runner tags. Galloway's throw will come to third, and it's a one to nothing game. Ketchup tagged, scores after the catch. So give Kelly a run batted in on a sacrifice fly. Second out in the inning. The other two runners. Stayed put. First and second, two outs for Jake Bird, the left fielder. Well, that was important, keeping those runners from advancing on the throw. Berg, another left-handed hitter. Peterson checks the runner, delivers a ground foul outside the bag at first. Strike one. 
Berg hitting 202. Had one for four and drove in a run in the game last night. One strike to count. Peterson comes set. Looks back at second. Now turns and looks that way and the runner ducks back in. No throw was made. You can't really let runners bother you when you're pitching, but you have to let them know that you know that where they are. Here's the pitch. Just missed outside. Ball one, one and one. Two outs in the inning, a run in. Lipscomb one to nothing. Peterson checks back at second. And the pitch comes in. Foul, pass first. Hit it sharply, but foul is going to roll all the way out to the foul pole. They're not going to make the left fielder. Uh, come on, somebody needs to go get that. One ball, two strikes. They're making Snyder go all the way over there to get that ball out of the corner. So Peterson within a strike of getting out of this inning with minimal damage. One and two the count. And a foul ball. That was a off-speed breaking ball and he just got a piece of it. Pretty good pitch, John. Sure was. And uh, after the fastballs that he'd been getting around early on, I thought that was a pretty good call. Big right-hander comes set, checks the runner at second. And the pitch to the plate. Oh, just. He says it hit him. Now, I don't know about that. I thought that ball might have caught the inside corner. I did, too. Coach Myers wants to question that. He's oh, out talking to the home plate umpire. The call is hit by pitch. Well, looks like you know, I never saw the batter flinch. Didn't see him move or anything. Nothing. And uh, once uh, the ball was in Briggs Rudder's, uh, oh, they're going to uh, – Have they got talk replay? They do have replay. They're going to go look at it. All right. So we have a replay delay here. With runners at first and second. Two outs. Well, they had replay down at Georgia Southern last week. Georgia State. Georgia State, rather. And uh, we didn't have to use it. They are in the same league, aren't they, with uh, with Lipscomb? That's right, Ace Sun. No? No, no. They're, uh, Georgia's takes in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, okay. So the umpires are over-checking the video, and I, I question if the A-Sun is progressive enough to have replay. Why is it Conference USA? You got me. Well, I didn't expect an answer for that. <laughs> that was just a... That was a rhetorical question. Yeah, I just threw it out there. Yeah. 
Raiders will host the Rice Owls in conference play this weekend, Friday at 6, Saturday 3, Sunday at 1 o'clock. They've confirmed he was hit by a pitch. I don't think he'll need a lot of uh, work on the trading table after that. I don't think so, and that's going to get us a new pitcher. Coach Myers back to the mound, and I think he's going to take uh, Peterson out. This is the young freshman's first starting assignment. That was their first replay review of the season. Ours or theirs? Ours. First one we've. So we will uh, have take a break here with the pitching change and be back to tell you about our new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. So the right-hander from Japan, Kota Sato, will come on. He worked last in the UTSA series on the 15th. And I'm trying to figure out which game that was. I think that may have been the second game. It was second game of the series. He went three innings, gave up uh, five hits, two runs, and finished uh, finished the game and pull the Raiders. Yeah, and this is his uh, tenth appearance of the season, uh, eighth in relief. He's thrown 19 innings, given up 18 runs, all earned on 27 hits, nine walks, 12 strikeouts, an 8.53 ERA, a 0-1 a record with one save. Sato, usually around the plate, uh, thought he did a good job keeping the ball down in the two innings he worked uh, at San Antonio, although they did get a couple of runs off him. Well, he's uh, he needs to come in and put out the fire. I think we're still missing a runner. There we go. The Lipscomb runners uh, went to the dugout. Parks Bulk, the second baseman, will be the hitter. Swings from the right side. He had a two-run homer last night. Two for four in the game. Oak takes the pitch outside, ball one. Bases loaded, two outs, one run has scored. Raiders need some damage control here out of Sato. Out of the stretch and a strike at the letters. One ball, one strike. Did it both look back at the umpire like uh, in disbelief? I, I can't believe that. 
That looked like a strike all the way. One and one the count. And the right-handers pitch, ground ball to third, Jennings to second for the force, and that will do it for Lipscomb here in the first inning. They come up with one run on one hit. Three men left on base. We have completed one full inning. Lipscomb won Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. And at the bottom of the... Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the second inning with Lipscomb leading one to nothing. Michael Dunkelberger, the left-hander, retired the side in order. Six-footer, he weighs 215. He is out of South Bend, Indiana, a junior college transfer from Kalamazoo Valley. A-A-L-A-M-A-Z-O-O-O-O-O. There you go. J.T. Mabry leads it off for the Raiders in the second and whacks the first pitch in the left field for a base hit. Past the shortstop. And Mabry moved into the cleanup spot in this game tonight, responds with a first pitch single, the Raiders' first hit of the game. He's... Down at first with nobody out for Jackson Galloway. Didn't get our first hit of the night last night until the fourth inning. And at that point, we were already down, what, eight to one, Too eight much. to nothing? Yeah, we were down uh, yeah, eight to nothing by the time we got our first hit last night. Dunkelberger delivers and a swing and a foul tip over in front of the Blue Raider dugout. Strike one to Galloway. Jackson was 0 for 2 last night. 280 on the season for the right-handed hitter. And the left-hander delivers just inside for a ball, one and one. Lipscomb infield, double play depth. Mabry draws a throw at first base. I'd say right now it's a good time to hit anything to left field. And the left field line is completely open, John. There's uh, the left field was over in left center. There's a ball hit to right field, but it's going to be grabbed by the second baseman before it can get there. That was a little low line drive that the second baseman Hope was able to handle. Is that what they call a humpback liner? It looked kind of humpy to me. Yeah. Uh, the left fielder is having, having to shield his uh, eyes with his glove 
One out, one on, and the batter, Jeremiah Boyd, takes the strike. Jeremiah's been struggling a little lately with the bat. His average is still at 300. He's given a night off last night. Back in the DH spot today. Toss over to first, Mabry back. One strike to Boyd. Quick throw over there, and again, Mabry ducks back in. That's uh, not a bad move. What he's doing uh, as he gets ready to pitch, goes into his set position. His foot is on the front part of the rubber. Both those uh, throws over, he stepped back off the rubber to make the throw. Pitches outside, one and one to Boyd. DJ Wright will hit next. One on, one out in the second. Raiders down, one to nothing. Swing and a fly ball foul off to the right, out of play, one and two. Well, the fountain out there is, uh, I can see the water yeah. coming up, but I don't see any ducks out there yet. One ball, two strikes. The pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play. Count holds. Uh, when we first started coming up here, Dick, those uh, bushes out beyond the right field wall were not that tall. No, they're still green, by the way. Yeah. But all of the all of the evergreens are solid brown. Oh, they got him picked off. Throw to first to second. He is. Ooh, I thought he might have gotten under the tag. Called out at second base. Was he really? Wow. Mm. So that will go one, three, six. six. I thought he was in under the tag too, Dick. For the second out. Count of one and two. Pitch is low and inside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Bases empty, two outs here in the second inning. And a shot down the left field line, mm. foul. Count will hold at two and two. A fielder out there, Berg, will go pick it up. Berg was the catcher. Yeah, that should be Coppage out there in left field, isn't it? He's in right. Ground ball to third. Short hopped. Will Hoyt throws him out at first. So, a base hit in the inning, but the runner thrown out. Picked off first. No runs, one hit. Nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the second. Lipscomb leading one to nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the bottom of the second and inning get off the right here at Ken Dugan Field on the campus of Lipscomb University just off Granny White Pike in, Murphy, in uh, Nashville. David Coppage will lead it off. He's the right fielder. Coppage, Bertolani, and then the leadoff batter, Ketchum, against right-hander Kota Sato. First pitch swung on, pop foul back, out of play, and... That one will not get to the tennis courts. That is uh, <laughs> at the base of the parking garage behind us. One strike to count to Coppage. Pitch swung on, drilled, foul the other way down the left side, went into the Bison bullpen. Count will be two strikes. David Coppage, 167 on the season. Had a hit last night, it was a home run. Fouls this one off to the right, so he's hit one to the right, one to the left, another to the right. Just as long as he doesn't hit him back up the middle. Two strikes the count. And the right-hander delivers, backed him away, high and inside, one and two. Jennings, Coker on the left side of the infield, Mabry and D.J. Wright on the right side. That's been pretty much the uh, lineup all season. Swing and a foul tip, had him fooled on that one. Yeah, that was a big swing. Just got a piece of it. Freeze! Everybody clap your hands. They want the ball thrown out of play. Come on, y'all. Personally, I don't understand why, but Sato was ready to to keep throwing with it. One and two the count. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch is check swing and a foul off the protective screen in front of the Blue Raider dugout. And uh, now they got to throw that one out. It'll come back into play. They'll put that in the uh, in the bag and umpire will next time it. he gets a fresh yeah. supply of baseballs, he'll get those two balls back. Yep. One and two with a pitch. That one hit him. Mm. It's the third batter we've hit in one-plus innings. Number one, Chaz Stats that you really don't uh, like to see, but the Raiders do lead Conference USA and hit batters. Caleb Peterson, we got the final line on him. Two-thirds of an inning, gave up one run. It was earned on one hit, one walk, one strikeout, and two hit batters. Here's Bertolotti, the catcher. 
came in late in the game defensively last night, did not have a time at bat to throw over to first and the runner back. Lipscomb's already stolen three bases, uh, all in the first inning. Another turn and a throw over there. Bertolotti waiting patiently, uh, wondering if he's going to get something to hit. Coppage will steal a base. It's two for four in stolen bases and attempts. And to pitch the plate right in there for a strike call, nothing in one. Bertolotti hitting 2-0-3, making his 19th start. He does have four home runs. Three doubles, four home runs among his 14 hits. So he's got some pop in that bat. Pitch is low and outside in the dirt. The runner goes. The throw to second will be late. And that'll have to be a wild pitch, I think, John. The runner did not break until he saw the ball get hit away. the dirt. Yeah. So it is one and one on Bertolani. And now a runner at second, nobody out. And Sato with the pitch, missed outside. Just barely missed that corner. Two balls and a strike. Lipscomb leading one to nothing and batting on the top of the, on the bottom of the second inning. Turn and nobody covering second. Sato made a motion as if to throw, but it's a good thing he didn't. <laughs> Nothing well, there but thin air. Um, I think Jake uh, or Luke Benson would have been the player to make that play. Two balls and a strike. The pitch. Breaking ball is called a strike. Two and two. Coppage is getting a huge secondary lead. They're almost inviting him to try to steal that base. Sato ready to work. There's a pickoff throw and got him picked off second base. Well executed by the Raiders, Sato and Mabry. That'll go one to four for the putout, and that is out number one. That's a good call, John. You could see that coming. You sure could. <laughs> they set him up. 2-2 two, two the count to the batter, Bertolani, and he swings and misses, striking out for out number two. First strikeout for Sato. Took a little bit off that pitch and uh, had him out in front. With two outs, the batter is Caleb Ketchup. Shortstop. Single in the first inning, stole second, stole third, and scored on a sacrifice fly. That's the only run in this game to date. The pitch. Just outside, ball one. Ketchup hits only 232 on the season, but he has stolen now 20 bases in 23 attempts. Keep him off the bases and he can't hurt you. 
Pitches outside, ball two. Two and oh. You don't need to be walking this guy. Make him hit the ball, let your defense go to work. Getting the infield, shifting with three defenders on the left side of second base. There's a strike call. That leaves uh, DJ Wright, the only infielder on the right side. And he's got, he's got a lot of area to cover, doesn't he? What is he, about 30 feet off the, the line, isn't he? He's going to have to hustle to get over there on a ground ball. 2-1 pitch, strike call, 2-2. Two and two. Bases empty, two outs in the second. Lipscomb leading, one to nothing. Sato with a 2-2, breaking ball oh, right yes. in there, strike three call, and the inning is over. Ketchup caught looking. And at the bottom of the second, no runs, no hits, no Nothing errors. across, and they did have a base, base runner, but he was picked off, two and nobody left. We've completed two full zero. innings. Lipscomb one, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the top of the third inning. Bottom three in the order. We'll face the left-hander, Micah Duckelberger. It's DJ Wright to be followed by Jennings and Benson for the Raiders. And the first pitch to DJ is a strike call, nothing and one. DJ would like to see that one again. Pitch well, he did it. Just wasn't, one and one. It just wasn't as good. That first pitch was an off-speed pitch right down the middle. Yeah. One ball, one strike. Tried to come back with it, cut it too, uh, too close to the outside. There is a swing and a miss. One and two now to right. DJ has seen his average dip below 300. It's 280 now. Pitches inside, backed him away, almost hit him. Two and two. Raiders still hitting 299 coming into this ball game as a team. Ball three. Outside, three and two, full count. Raiders second in the league in team batting average. Had been over 300. Ground ball to third. Well, it has it over to first. Safe. 
the throw was in the dirt and the first baseman unable to come up with it. That'll be an E5. And DJ Wright on at first base. Now batting the third baseman. Will Hoyt throws sidearm. from the side. Yep. He's a sidearm and that is a that can be a really tough throw for a first baseman to handle. The batter is Gabe Jennings, Raider third baseman, and the pitch to the plate is bunted foul off to the right side. I played a little bit of first base, John, and any throw was <laughs> tough for me to handle. Uh, yeah, you definitely want it uh, <laughs> above the waist, don't you? Yes. Above the waist and lower than the head. One strike to count to Jennings. And missed a bunt again, fouled it back to the backstop, so it's 0-2. Bunt's probably off now. That's becoming a lost art. It really is, which is a shame, especially on a grass field like this. Two strikes the count, the pitch to the plate, high for a ball, one and two. And doesn't their infield look good? D.J. Wright, yes it is. D.J. Wright, safe on the era, is the runner at first with nobody out. One ball, two strikes to Gabe Jennings. And the ball hit a shot past the second baseman. Wright will turn and hold. Runners are at first and second with nobody out. And now Luke Benson, who is probably the Raiders' best bunter, will come up. Now I would, I would give you a pretty good odds that he is going to lay one down here, John. I would think so. You would not. Well, Go against he, that, would you? He uh, he uh, has a trouble with left-handers, so. But he is a uh, he's a darn good bunter. First and second, no outs. I expect him to try and get that up the uh, third base line. Strike call. He showed bunt, but didn't offer. Yeah. That third baseman is not charging because he's got to lay back, and if the bunt is down, it's the pitcher's ball to handle. One strike. And he fouled it. The count is strike two. So that's four unsuccessful bunt attempts here in the top of the third inning. I'd go ahead and get, let him bunt again, John. He's that good a bunter. He is. He is around a bunt and took it high inside. Oh, that almost hit him. Duck under it. One and two. Would you rather have the sacrifice here or just let it hit him? Well, that would load the bases. <laughs> that wouldn't be too bad. No. The main thing is it gets that runner to third with less than one out. Or less around than two Around the again. Lays it down. That's it's a, a nice one. one. Third baseman's only play will be to first for the out, and it's a sacrifice for Luke Vincent. And he laid it down with two strikes on it. Third baseman Wilhoit's only play was over to first. So Wright advances to third and Jennings to second. And the batter is Eston Snyder. So you've got runners in scoring position with less than two outs, you gotta score here. Bouncing ball to third to run will score. Shortstop's only play is to first, and it's late. 
And it's an infield hit and a run batted in for Snyder. D.J. Wright in to score. Snyder on the first pitch. Grounds to short and beats the throw. Number 13, Brett Coker. Oh, we've got, uh, what, two guys on this team that could do that, and Snyder is one of them. Luke Vinson is the other. Jennings is at third. Snyder first with one out. So when and the game tied at one run apiece. And here's Coker, and he bunts. He fouled that one off. Trying to do uh, the... Was that a safety squeeze or a suicide squeeze? No, it was a safety, I think. Yeah, the, the runner there at uh, third base, Gabe Jennings, did, was not coming hard enough for it to be a suicide. Left-hander comes set, throws to first instead. You think they think that uh, Snyder might be looking at second base? He's 11 of 11 in stolen base mm -hmm. attempts, so it's a good chance that he will run at some point in time. Here's pitch inside to Coker, one and one. Jennings at third, Snyder at first, one out, one run is in. And that run will be unearned. You know, that was the first, uh, they did not make an error last night. Pitch is a strike at the letters, one and two. Coker steps out, takes a long look down at third base, but with two strikes, the only thing you're going to do is swing away. One and two. And the left-hander's pitch swung on one. Oh, caught by the second baseman on the hop, or did he catch it in the air? I it's think a, it may be at the hop, but anyway, that's a double, a double play. play. <laughs> and the inning is over. So in the third, the Raiders come up with a run. There were two hits. There was one error. And I don't know how many men were left on. One, I guess. Go to the bottom of the third. Middle Tennessee one, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. One to one as we go to the bottom of the third inning. Raiders had a good opportunity in that inning, put the first two men on, butted them down to second and third. 
And then an infield hit produced a run, but then a double play ball ended the, the off, inning. The center fielder, number 21, Alex Vergara. The batter is Vergara, the center fielder who was hit by a pitch in the first inning. Number two hitter in the batting order. Sato's pitch, a no, yes. strike called. Said he went around. Is that on appeal? That was on appeal, yeah. First baseman, uh, first base umpire said yes. One strike. He went around. And Sato's pitch swung on a missed. He definitely went around on that one, wow. Nothing and two. Big swing, came up empty. Sato did not start. He came on in the first inning to get the last out. As a swing and a miss, struck him out swinging. That's his third strikeout. Now batting the first baseman, number 35. Struck Mason out uh, two in the uh, second. Now he gets a strikeout to start this third inning. Better is Mason Lundgren, first baseman, who drew a walk in the first inning. Freshman Caleb Peterson started for the Raiders, got through two-thirds of an inning before leaving with the bases loaded and two outs. Strike call to Lundgren. Sato came in and got the vital out in the first inning. And then uh, after hitting a batter, he struck out three in a row. And the pitch comes in, swung on and missed. And he's ahead in the count, 0-2 to Lundgren. Base is empty, one out, bottom of the third, 1-1 one one here in Nashville. The pitch to the plate is check swing, and the plate umpire said he went. And that is out number two. Plate umpire has a rather unique strikeout call, doesn't he? He does. So Sato has fanned two in a row here in the third, and the batter is Trace Wilhoyt, and, uh, third baseman. And four in a row since he uh, hit that batter in, uh, to lead off the uh, second inning. Wilhoyt takes a pitch high for ball one. Uh, we've seen that uh, – that, uh, that strike call from Alfredo Burkeen a number of times over the years. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Will Hyde was called out on strikes in the first inning. That was when Peterson was pitching. Swung on line to left. That's a base hit. Played on. Two hops by Galloway. So that will be the second hit for the Bisons and the first allowed by Sato. And with two outs, the batter is Austin Kelly. He drove in there, only run with a sacrifice fly in the first inning. Left-handed hitter in the DH role tonight. Pitch is swung on and foul straight back. Strike one. Oh, 
you know, the downside to uh, to strikeouts is that you use up a lot of pitches doing it. Don't think the pitching coach is going to take uh, too much uh, offense with that, though. <laughs> Throw to first, runner back. Sato comes set, and the pitch is swung on and missed. He was fooled badly on that pitch. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's doing a really nice job of changing speeds, working to the spots, and he's uh, mostly staying ahead in his counts. 0-2 for the runner at first. The pitch high outside, ball one. That looked like something was, it was supposed to be something else and slipped. One ball, two strikes the count. The pitch is dropped by Rudder and apparently a ball, two and two. Another off-speed pitch. Will Hoyt, the runner at first with two down. Mike Shannon would have said, deuce is wild. The pitch. Oh. That just missed. Oh. Three and two. Must have been a bit high. Mm. Right over the heart of the plate. Three balls, two strikes. I think uh, <laughs> home plate umpire Alfredo Burkin, uh stopped for a second. I uh, had some words with the Raider uh, dugout. And now he's having some words with what? Oh, there was a baseball that got loose. That's what that was. He was not having words. Safety first. Three and two. Runner goes, ball hit in the air to right field. Snyder coming on, still coming, reaches up, makes the catch for out number three. That is all in the third. No runs a hit, one left. Totals after three, Middle Tennessee, one run, three hits, no errors. Lipscomb, one run, two hits, one error. We are tied 1-1 as we go to the fourth. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Last Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Last Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. One to one as we go to the fourth. Michael Dunkelberger on the mound. Dunkelberger making his sixth start. Longest he's gone is five and a third in his uh, second start of the season back in February. Pitch is a strike called. Briggs Rudder leading off the fourth inning for the Raiders. The pitch drilled, but right at the third baseman. Will had picked it right off his shoe tops for out number one. Rudder's Second hit baseman, that way twice. Here's Mabry, who has one of the Raiders' three hits, a single to left, leading off the second inning. Pitch is a little bit low, ball one. Dunkelberger got a win in his last start. He only went three innings, but according to uh, their stats, he was the winning pitcher. Ground ball to short, catch-up has it over to first, and a that must have been a declared bullpen day. Quick second out, two away here in the fourth. Went three innings against Tech, gave up no runs, three hits, struck out four, and was the winning pitcher in a four-to-one Lipscomb victory. I cannot ever remember, I cannot remember ever coming up here. Was that a strike? Strike call to Galloway, nothing in one. I can never remember coming up here and it not turn into a bullpen game. Strike two, 0-2. Well, that's what midweek games are for sometimes. Letting those guys throw that haven't thrown much. Came back with a fastball low, one and two. Galloway popped out to the second baseman in his first plate appearance. The one-two pitch. Swinging a drive to right field, but playable out there for the right fielder Coppage. He'll make the catch for out number three, and that's all in the fourth. Three up and, and three down the for fourth, the Raiders. No hits, no Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom Davis. of the fourth. It's still Here's Middle Tennessee one, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network play. from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics, 
and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning in a 1-1 game. And before the first batter, Jake Bird, comes to the plate, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Plummer, John Callow with you from Ken Dugan Field, Lipscomb University in Nashville. Cotaceto's first pitch drilled to right field for a base hit for Jake Berg. Jumped all over that first one. Now betting. The second baseman. So he is number at first 16. with nobody out. Hit number two off Sato. Parks both the second baseman. Yeah, Berg is a stealing threat. I'm reading this right. He's, what, seven for? No. I was looking at the guy above him. Or did I get that right? Yeah, Berg, seven of seven of ten. Sato out of the stretch and delivers the pitch, a breaking ball, in for a strike, nothing in one to Bulk. Spells his name B-O-U-C-K. And a quick throw over to first. The runner returns safely. Oak is a redshirt senior out of Keller, Texas, and North Central Texas College. Now, I don't know if that's a four-year or a two-year institution. One strike to count. Another throw to first. Lipscomb has been running wild on the bases, at least early in the game. Raiders trying to shut that part of the game down. There's a smash foul left. And skips over into their bullpen. Two strikes to count on Bulk. Coppage would be next. One to one, bottom of the fourth. with that leadoff single leads at first and a ball fouled out of play right back to our right off into an evergreen. Is it still green? It's still green. Good. Two strikes the count. Sato turns and throws to first and the runner back. The pitch 
High outside, one ball, two strikes. Second game in two nights between these two. Lipscomb dominated last night, 11 to one in Murfreesboro. Raiders out for a little payback tonight. One ball, two strikes to Bulk. Mm, just missed inside, two and two. Infield double play depth, of course. The 2-2 pitch swung on and missed. Struck him out. Proud number one. And for Sato, that is his right fifth strikeout. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been dealing. Right fielder David Coppage will be the batter. He was hit by a pitch. Advanced to second, but then uh, Sato picked him off. So one out, runner at first. Game tied one to one in the fourth inning. Sato's pitch swung on and foul third base. Oh, good play. Coach Forehand, quick as a cat out of that coach's box. <laughs> Caught it on the hop. Strike one to Coppage. Then comes right back and gives the signals. Sato comes set. And the pitch is swung on. Hit down the left field line and deep and foul. Foul. Whew, that's a good thing. <laughs> I couldn't see it leave the field, John. Did you see how far it, it was from uh, the foul it, pole? It ended up uh, past see, those end, brown trees. Yeah, past the brown trees, so into the corner. So it wasn't really a close call. It was not. Close enough, I guess. It wasn't close enough that uh, that Alfredo Burkeen felt like he had to indicate which way. Outside, ball one, one and two. Scoreboard here is in right center field, about the same spot it is at home. Just to the right of the 375 mark out there. Check swing. Oh. I think the Raider fans wanted that one. Sato turns his back to the plate and uh, walks back to the back part of the mound before he comes around. Mm -hmm. He wanted that pitch. 2-2 the count. Leadoff single by Berg. He's still at first base with one out. And the pitch is swung on, skied out into center field. Vincent back, warning track. Got it. And makes the catch for out number two. At his back foot on the warning track About when he uh, caught that. About 385, 390, I would guess. Yep, every bit of it. That's the second out. Here's Bertolotti, the catcher, struck out in the second inning. So two outs, a runner at first. Bertolotti, the number nine hitter. The pitch outside for a ball. Like to go ahead and get this number nine hitter and not have to face the top of the lineup until next inning. That's right. One ball, no strikes. 
pitch to the plate, grounded foul past third. And the count will go to one and one on the Lipscomb catcher, Bertolani. Everybody clap your hands. Number one on the back of that home uniform. 5'7", 165 out of Alpharetta, Georgia. I think we passed that on the way to Atlanta, don't we? I, I, we did, and we passed it on the way home. Pitch is a strike on the outside corner, one and two. I think I stayed in Alpharetta on, on a Braves trip last year, trying to get a little bit closer to home before we headed back. There's a pitch outside, two and two. Briggs Rudder, nice job of uh, Picking that ball up way outside. Uh... So two balls, two strikes. Berg a short lead at first. Ground foul, pass third. That's a foul ball. And the count holds a two and two. <coughs> that ball ended up all the way down in the corner. Galloway went and chased it down. They'll give him time to reset. Two balls, two strikes. The runner going. Ball popped up and foul ground. Right coming over in front of the Raider dugout. Will make the catch. And that is out number three. So after the leadoff single, Sato sets them down one, two, three. No runs, a hit. And one left. We have played four full innings. Middle Tennessee one, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the top of the fifth inning. Here in Nashville, Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off for the Raiders. Boyd, Wright, and Jennings against the left-hander, Michael Dunkelberger. Dunkelberger was second-team all-conference last year. For Lipscomb, seven and three record. Number thirty-three, Jeremiah Boyd. Here's Jeremiah, grounded to third in his uh, only time at bat back in the second inning. Jeremiah's average has now slipped under three hundred for the first time this season. 
the pitch to the plate is swung on and missed, strike one. Started he was hitting season. an even 300 coming into the game. Started the season with, what, 13-game hitting streak? Yep. Yeah. One strike to count, and the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Steps out of the box, takes a practice cut, and this ball is foul down the third base side. Count holds at two strikes on Boyd. He has caught a little bit, but that's his primary position, but he has been the DH for most of the Blue Raider games this season. Two strikes the count. Dunkelberger with the pitch. Fouled away, and the count will hold at 0-2. I know he caught one game at home. Saturday game that Eric Swan started. Pitch is low. One and two. Lights beginning to take effect here. Pitch swung on and fouled down the right side. Count holding in one and two. Jeremiah not seeing a lot of fastballs lately. No. I think the word is out. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. One down in the fifth. That's only the second strikeout for Dunkelberger. First baseman, number 17, D.J. Wright. And D.J. Wright will stand in. He was safe on an error, and he scored the only run for the Raiders back in the third inning. Dunkelberger struck out Eston Snyder to begin the game, so... Here we are in the fifth. And There's a ball the driven into left field. That one is not going to be caught. It's off the base of the wall. DJ's on his way to second. He'll pull in there with a stand-up double. Hit the first pitch. Line shot in the left center field. That's there near the 375 mark. Uh, about, uh, about 10, 12 feet to the uh, to the right of the 375 sign in the power alley. Hit number four for the Raiders. And with one out, the batter is Gabe Jennings. He's singled in the third. Shot a ball up the middle just past the second baseman. Pitch to the plate. Jennings pops it up. Change up, and he got way out in front of it, and the pitcher's going to catch it. Don't see that very often, but he wasn't that high. And that Right was in front of home plate. Yeah, then that was really the right play. Let the pitcher handle that one. He had it in front of him. Center fielder, number seven, Luke Benson. Luke Benson with an RBI situation here in the fifth. Runner at second, two outs. Laid down a sacrifice bunt in the third. And we'll try to get D.J. Wright home here in the fifth. The pitch is taken for a strike, nothing in one. Lefty against lefty. And the pitch. Took it outside. One ball, one strike. Luke coming into the game at 315 for the season. Had a hit in last night's game. One ball, one strike. Takes a whack at that one. Fouls it straight back. One and two. 
dusk settling over East Nashville. Yes. One ball, two strikes to Benson. And he tapped it back to the mound. Duckelberger picks it up, throws wide at first, and Benson is safe. Yeah, that, uh, that should be an E1. Sometimes you, it's not as... No, they're calling that a hit. Sometimes it's not as hard you hit it or not as far as you hit it, but where you hit it. And that mm-hmm. one was a, what do we call it, a swinging bunny between home plate and the mound. And Dunkelberger had plenty of time, but he threw wide at first. But they, and I'm uh, surprised they gave him a hit on that. I, I am too, but they did. I don't think Luke will turn it down. No, absolutely not. DJ right over to third. Now first and third, two outs for Eston Snyder. And that's a wild pitch. A runner's going to score. And the Raiders will take the lead, two to one. DJ Wright coming in to score on the wild pitch. And down to second, Luke Benson. So that is ball one to Snyder. And the Raiders have a two to one at lead here in the fifth. And that one will be earned. That first run was unearned. Left-hander comes set. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. He's out in front of that. One ball, one strike. Selefty's not throwing hard, but he's been able to have the uh, keep the Blue Raider hitters off stride with that off-speed stuff. One and one. Ground ball to short. Catch up. Quick throw to first, in time for the out. And that will retire the Raiders in the fifth, but not before they push across the go-ahead run. One run on two hits. And uh, two men. No, one man left on base. Halfway home in this game. Middle Tennessee 2, Lipscomb 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Top of the batting order for the Bisons. To face Kota Sato. Caleb Kellogg, or Caleb Ketchup, the leadoff hitter. Well, you had a food, it got it right, at least partially, as a food product involved, right? (laughs) Got the first letter right. There's a swing and a miss, strike one. Ketchup singled, uh, 
to open the first inning, stole second and third, came around to score on a sacrifice fly. For Lipscomb's only run, pitch swung on a miss. Two strikes to count. Need to come get him now. Don't play around with him. Just come get him and uh, let him take a seat in the dugout. He can't Sato steal struck a, him out in the second inning. Can't steal a base in the dugout. Outside in the dirt, one and two. Kota is from Yamagata in Japan and pitched junior college ball at Edmonds Community College. He is a sophomore. Swung on a little tap foul. It's a new baseball. Count holds at one and two. Two runs, five hits for the Raiders. One run, three hits for the Bisons. Should they shift on Ketchup? Three infielders to the left of second base. That was a pretty good looking pitch called a ball. Two and two. It caught him looking in the second inning. Thought he might have done it again there. Two balls, two strikes. Backed him away, ball three. So he had him 0-2, now 3-2. Didn't he have that same situation with uh, Ketchup in that uh, second inning? Pitch is swung on, hit to center field. Benson moving back. He's got room, and he will make the catch for out number one. Fairly deep in center field. One out for Rick Center Baraga. Number 21, Alex Bergara. Bergara. He's been hit by a pitch and he has struck out. Right-handed batter. Sato struck him out in the third. Sato working in his fifth inning. There's a strike call as he came on with the bases loaded and two outs in the first inning and got the third out. Raiders got out of there with only one run scored and that one run still on the board. One strike to count to Bagara. Pops it foul, out of play, strike two. John, the Raiders did not get a hit in the fourth inning, so I'm sorry, no. No cheeseburger. No cheeseburger from Wendy's tonight. The pitch to the plate is outside, ball one. One and two, the count. Sato for the one-two pitch. Mm. Been inside, ball two. Two-two, the count. Pitches out of that set position and delivers a swing and a foul over by the on deck circle by the Lipscomb dugout. Count holds at two and two. Rice Owls coming in Friday, six o'clock Friday night. First game of a three game series. 
2-2 pitch. She is swung on, sky to left field. Galloway coming in and will camp under it and make the catch for out number two. Two fly ball outs here in the fifth. Here is the first baseman, Lundgren, who has walked and struck out. Struck out against Cato in the third. Lundgren, a left-handed batter. Sophomore. Now the Raiders will shift and put three infielders on the right side of second base. And Mabry playing out in right field. Pitch is high, ball one. But they've got Eston Snyder, the right fielder, all the way over into uh, right center field. I guess Mabry's going to cover the rest of it, huh? Oh, gosh. One ball, no strikes. Jennings, the lone infielder on the left side, playing uh, quite a bit off third base. There's a strike called, one and one. You just got to hope that he doesn't pull the ball. One ball, one strike. Sato comes set, and the pitch is swung on a miss. One and two. Now they're going to do a little more switching. They've moved uh, Coker back to shortstop, and Gabe Jennings moves over on the right side of the second base bag on the edge of the grass. One and two, the count, the pitch. Pop foul down the left field line. Galloway over. He might have room, and he's got it for out number three. High pop foul ball into uh, down the left field line, and Galloway coming toward the line, made the catch for the out. Three up, three down in the fifth. Nothing across for the Bison. We will go to the sixth. Middle Tennessee 2, Lipscomb 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.